Hello, it's Tuesday morning, 10.10am, November 13th, 2018. I'm currently printing for the Joint Junior Research Critique today. This is an Epson P8000. That's what it sounds like. Um, yeah, right now I'm printing DSLR images, and uh, what I'll be doing is comparing those with some Nokia images that I've been loving to make recently. Um, so it's going to be like in conversation and in correlation with that. But yeah, it's 10 done. I'm hoping to be finished and hung and everything by 12.30, so I'm going to get back to work. I just thought it would be cool to, um, I just wanted to record right now. So yeah check in later it is 12:46. i finished printing for the junior critique today um that's gonna start at two i hung everything up printed everything it should go fine um it's working non-stop so it's good to be finished with it um yeah that's gonna start at two i'll record some of that i'm number four to go thanks hello Still Tuesday, the 13th of November, 2018. It's 9.36pm. I'm here in the E-Lab in the lower ARC in the photography department. Working on stuff. Not really. I just sat down. I mean, I sat down a little while ago, but I need to start working on stuff because I gotta want to turn in something before midnight, so that way the credit is correct. So light on. Um... Yeah, so today was the massive critique. It went well for the most part. Leaving, like, by the end, it felt way better than it did last week. Um, I spoke more this time. Not, like, a lot more, but twice as much as more. Because, like, last time I only spoke once, but this time I wasn't that afraid to speak. I didn't speak for the first two groups, but then for the last go-around, I did speak. Uh, no one spoke really during Evelina's, like hardly at all, which I felt bad for because I loved her video. But um, yeah, I did record my critique, Evelina's critique, and then one guy named Edward Peng. I recorded his critique. I, I think I'll upload, I'll probably upload one or two of them. Maybe my own and Edward's, maybe Evelina's too. Um, but yeah, I'll upload those tomorrow morning, like when this is uploaded tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, tomorrow's gonna be, tomorrow's gonna be a lot, just like today was, and yesterday, but, yeah, so tonight I'm here in the e-lab, I'm working on some PAC stuff that's due by midnight tonight, I'm meant to be working on digital monochrome stuff, which I will do tomorrow and Thursday, it might be rough, but everyone's having a rough time, I just, everyone else has already started, and I have not at all, so I'm worried about that, I'm really worried about that, honestly, um, if worse comes to worse, I might ask, I might copy, I might ask to do the same profiles as Mayan because she has the same paper as I do. Um, perhaps doing all of this linearization isn't for me. I don't care that that much about having a perfect print, but I don't know. But yeah, so today was a junior critique 
and then um, afterwards I went to the last meditation class of the semester. I think I've done it every semester I've been here. It's a great thing, but this semester I missed the most amount of classes because uh, it's one, it starts during my class, and two, uh, sometimes before I was fasting, I would get too hungry and just wouldn't go sometimes. But I did get more out of it when I went more often. But this next semester, maybe I'll be able to go more. Tomorrow I should be playing my schedule, but I, I should be registering for classes, but I won't be able to, and that's all right. I'll just do it whenever I can. Um, yeah, I'm feeling a little disoriented. Not, I've been, my eyes have been like, I felt kind of dizzy. Not dizzy, but like cross-eyed maybe. I don't know. I haven't done breathing between last night and today, so maybe that's why. But, um, yeah, I think I'm just going to put in some Hans Zimmer music into my ears and then start working. Because right now I'm just, like, sitting there at the computer, haven't started yet, which I need to. I might upload some process images from how I select stuff to print for today. But, yeah, today's been a good day. Tomorrow will be too. Tomorrow class is at the MoMA. And then I plan on coming here to work on digital monochrome. Tomorrow morning there's a outline, paper outline due. Which I'll need to do tonight and tomorrow morning before I leave to the MoMA. But yeah, that's all for now, I think. I think this is probably the last segment of this episode that I will be recording live. And then I'll upload this in the morning. There's something nice about doing it in the morning. I feel like I have a better memory like better memory of what happened not better memory but just I sleep on the day and then I wake up and reflect on the previous day instead of trying to cram everything into one when I upload at night I would do want to get in bed by like midnight tonight so we can have like a nice solid seven hours last night was only five hours and I'm kind of feeling that but honestly with this fasting it's been easier to recover I don't also with the fasting, it's been easier to focus. And also with the fasting, anytime I have more than one meal, I feel just way over the top full. Just like insanely full. From just having some chips and salami. But, yeah. It's been nice. Life has been really good lately. Today was a really good day here at Pratt Institute in the photography department. We'll make the rest of the week great, too. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. Yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Samuel. I know most of you, not all of you. Um, I'm in Sarah's class. What I've been doing recently is taking pictures with my new phone, it's a Nokia, and um, relating it to pictures made with my actual camera. And uh, the content isn't the most important part, it's more about the process right now, but uh, I'm moving in that direction. The process of what? process of playing with different tools.
Obviously, it's like my first reaction was being a lot more attracted to the ones that I assumed could be my problem. Like the ones just seeming like less interesting. responding super super well to this one because I think a lot of it going back to your process it's really interesting thinking about this idea of like pixels and like kind of being back and forth between like a digital and like a very sort of like ephemeral world um, between like the relationship of digital and film um, <coughs> and I think it's it's kind of like really satisfying that you took this image taken um, on your phone and then like blew it up really large to kind of like really sort of like embrace this sort of pixelated quality that your um, your phone camera sort of had. Um, and I think it's also interesting because it starts to kind of almost feel like an illustration and not even like a photograph anymore. So I think that sort of relationship between how much um, we can like perceive photographs for the amount of like detail and quality that they have in them versus like how much you can kind of like scrape off of that and take away from that that it doesn't really become recognizable as like a photograph anymore is a really interesting sort of like relationship to explore. These remind me of those um, paper sample packs when you get like different types of paper and then they print the same photo mm -hmm. on the same like different types of paper and you get to see them. And I feel like it's an like I feel like there's an interesting relationship with like the tools and different cameras you're using. And I the only concern I have right now is other than the colors looking different, I don't feel like they're like really different cameras or different tools. But then um, I like the relationship between like the with, like what Madison said, the like the pixel and the blotchiness and how you're playing with it. Maybe like a little bit of text which can also help a little and like in terms of like an archival like a way maybe you can like just say this is the whatever camera I don't know maybe like a way so we can what do you feel like the text would do though I just feel like because it's like you said it's more about the process and how he's using different tools I feel like that can give us a clearer idea that we're that he's doing that right now if I Look at looked at it without knowing that it's about process. I'm not sure I would be fully convinced that it, would, it is about different cameras and different process. I think I disagree with him. Like, like they don't look different, like between the digital like regular camera and the camera. Like just when Will and Will first talking about this, like it's very clear to pick out which one they're taking on the phone, and also that we're more drawn to those ones because it like it is so much less of like a clear and like perfect like representation of what we're looking at in front of us the way that like the digital camera does. Like the the like kind of like depth and like the perspective and the colors and the tonality and like just kind of like the pictures are different from the like, like the lower quality um, and the way that the colors are kind of distorted and just like the ways in the photos. Um, and I I, I I don't think that I necessarily like say that like I think that like your main like thing that you're trying to communicate through the photos is the process. I think that's like what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I that. Um, and I think that it's a factor that makes a decision that you make as well. That's the last bit. Sorry, I think that the comparison is effective. Mm -hmm. And like it's clear. Uh, yeah, I was just curious like why <coughs> compare? Because it sounds like everybody's drawn mm -hmm. to the phone ones. 
I was just curious, like, are they necessary? Like, if it is about process, yes, but then everybody's really drawn to the... Yeah, well, I mean, personally, I was just about to say about how I think they're not necessary because, like, we are all drawn to the ones um, that are taken on in Nokia, but also, like, it's the same kind of reason why people use, like, film cameras versus digital cameras, and I think that sometimes when you put, like, digital and film next to each other, it kind of, like, has a weird effect on the viewer because one is, like, very immaculate and the other is, like, a little bit more, um, like, a little softer, I guess. Um, so that being said, I think, like, the ones that are taken on, on Nokia for me are, like, reading more powerfully, I guess, because what is the power in them for you? Yeah. Just kind of, like, well, my first thought was, like, why would you use a Nokia, and I think that's what's really kind of like amazing about it, is because like at one point this <coughs> was like the most like technologically advanced phone camera, just as like when we're using like large format at one point that was the most technologically advanced camera, and I think that kind of like step back has, is like really poetic in a way. What so I oh sorry, I don't know if what I'm saying like makes a lot of sense. I was going to mention, when Madison mentioned that they almost look like illustrations, that sort of, I found it kind of, like, interesting because it sort of got me thinking about, like, when, like, we learned, like, when photography was, like, first invented or whatever, a lot of photographers were trying to make their photographs look like paintings in order to, like, legitimize themselves as artists. So now that we're in a time where, like, everyone wants to, like, be a digital photographer, maybe if you, like, sort of play with that idea of going back to, like, almost trying to like go back to that illustrative quality per se i don't know i just like toying with that idea do you see a relationship to realism? a little bit yeah just in the fact that even like at least just i don't know if anyone else but like madison read them as illustrations rather than actual photography well, that's what i was interested in when she talked about that because i'm like why do we need this comparison like what's the point of the comparison if you know because that alone starts this whole dialogue in your head about you know, like you're talking about like the history of photography mm -hmm. and you're talking about technology. I don't know, like it springs up interesting things without even the comparison. So mm -hmm. I'm wondering if the comparison doesn't just sort of take away from the experience, whereas I'm not sure, I, I don't I, know. I think you should make the comparison an experience. That's it, right now it's kind of like going to Kane and put a book and it's like kind of paper. That. Yeah. But I was thinking what would happen if you actually put these into a single image, like not on two separate sheets of paper with one, also why is one bigger, one smaller, like you're, it's really confusing the presentation, but like if you took these two pictures and just kind of made them into one picture, where the lower quality, I guess, or the lower resolution of the Nokia would really, it would, you wouldn't know exactly what was going on because it would be like a single image. But that experience, it would be an experience. It wouldn't be just a, an idea, you know? And, uh, and I don't like falling into kind of nostalgia for old techniques, because that only goes so far. Everybody can get a Nokia then and do exactly the same thing, you know? So. I feel like it's like forcing you to confront that nostalgic feeling though. Like why do we respond better to the, to the lower quality and like, like, I think about that a lot when I'm looking at photos of old black and white photography. I'm like, do I like this because it's good, or do I like it because it's nostalgic? And I feel like 
that is being talked about with this, but like specifically this this right here, like this feels like you're you're you have more of a voice and you're trying to say something with the difference in scale versus like just comparing them and keeping them kind of on the same plane over here. Like this feels more successful to me because it's you're blowing it up and like you're making us look at it.
and what's happening. And it's sort of a decisive moment picture, which is funny. Yeah, so that's why I don't need the comparison. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. <coughs> <Bless> <laughs> and on that note, yeah. yeah. Moving on. Um, <laughs> we have. <laughs> So I feel like this work is a lot about, has a lot to do with you and your interaction with these people. I'm assuming they're all strangers, but they all respond well to you, so it seems. Um, I think it's a lot about like just engaging with people and having a pleasant experience, while also taking photos to remember that. I, that's probably not the reason why, but from what, from what I'm getting, it's just a lot about you going out in the world and really immersing yourself in the world. All of these photographs are really, really well made and like they're very like beautiful photographs and I can see that like you're using repetition in like multiple moments like and that's something that seems to be like part of it but I don't think that the like film strip thing is necessary and I think that it's sort of like distracting and like the photographs are like good enough that they don't need that um it just feels kind of like gimmicky or like something that's like trying to like give it more importance when like i don't think that they need anything to do that and that they like are really strong on their own what did you choose to include the film strips in the first place i just thought um as street photography not everyone reads street photography as a photograph but more as just you know oh that's a cool moment so someone saw it, but then I feel like for me it really means a lot that I took a picture of that moment. So I kind of want people who are not maybe articulate about street photography to know that that moment to me is worth photographing. It makes me think about like Diane Arbus because of the fact that like a lot of her pictures, the ones that she chooses, like out of a contact sheet, like they're very like in the moment or like kind of off, and then like we also have access to her like um, contact sheets and like those are really like um interesting to look at to like see all the different like parts of those moments and i think maybe that would be like a better way to present it if like the, the like film aspect of it is important to, as contact yeah like to give the contact sheets and but then not like not making like huge like oversized prints of like negatives i agree i like how you can see everything that happens process with photographing the subjects and how they interact with you, but I also wish that they were just like solid prints of like the image, especially with the guy with the cigar. I like that, but they're all kind of like the same image, so just having one big image of just hands would be really nice, like uh, incorporated with these like mini I know how much you love photography, but um, the thing you say about like talking about street photography also feels a little uh, obnoxious to show us the film. Like there are two things going on. Oh, you shoot this and you shoot GC and all that. But the physical reality is that it's complementary colors and it's actually ends up being way more important than his face. And I, I don't mind seeing the strips, but I think that could either be 
photoshopped out or cropped or something like that. Um, just historically, it's not like Arvis thought about showing her contact sheets. I mean, I think the first time I saw that done was with the Winogrand show in the early 80s, but after he was dead, you know, to someone sort of revealing his it feels great like showing someone naked. Yeah. We were like, there's the amazing picture, and then there's all the stuff before. The mistakes, yeah. or the, like, um, or singing, like, practicing singing until you get yeah. it right, and showing them that. I think, because I think you like photography, and you like images, but then it gets a little boring, like was said with this, the cigar. Like, I'd rather, personally, it's whether it's about the process of you shooting, or it's about the great images you're making. Do you know what I mean? Um, you don't want to lose, the, I think, the viewer. And it seems like you're you're not sure which statement you're making, like whether it's about the people or about I shot film and I shoot different kinds of film. And I'll show you. It feels process. like a fetishization to me. Mm -hmm. I feel like we had this conversation in your sophomore survey, yes. where I was like, "You're fetishizing oh, everything." Yeah. Um, but it, it's also funny because you were saying you want people to see that you are photographing this moment and it's a photograph, but you're not being decisive about the moment mm -hmm. that you're photographing, which I think is fine if something is happening with that progression of indecisive images, but to me, nothing is happening. You know, I, I think it would be better to choose one. And then I also think this, to me, isn't a great print. You know, I think it looks like a contact sheet print, like the colors are a little bit off, the contrast is off. Um, and I do get the sense that you are interacting with these people and they are enjoying you being there and you seem like a really affable person based on the way that you're interacting with these people but I don't I'm a little confused with your mission here I think I also don't I don't think that I get the like people like not registering street photography as like photos like I don't really think that at least for me like I've never like I've never like thought that that was a, a perspective and I feel like it's like very clear that they're photos, but they're also like very beautiful photos and like not not so like pedestrian. Like even though they're on the street, they like they are very like good quality and like well composed images. So like again, like I don't think that like they would be overlooked as like something kind of more like I don't know, like fleeting or like not like like serious work.
the film strips, it's like it feels like to me my initial reaction was it felt like an artificial like self-validation thing where it's like I'm using film, but it's fake because you're like printing it digitally and like if it was about this commitment to film and like realizing it was a photograph, I feel like it would be you would be doing more with like the material of it and like working on that. And I agree that just like I don't think you need to be relying on all these tricks of like multiple moments and like not cropping right and not like I don't know doing the right color or whatever just to like put these like I think it would be a lot more worth your time to like keep taking photos picking your favorites and like putting it together to create a group of work that you feel really strongly about like I think that would be a better focus than stripping part works because you're, you know you're making it more artificial or uh, where they're spliced together yeah 
That's the place where really it makes sense. conversations with these people because you know to me there's no story here but I feel like he's there's a story between you and this very friendly guy who's about to, his glasses are about to fall off a shirt like it's very friendly I don't know some sort of narrative you know where we can see the narrative of the encounter seems actually more interesting to me Selfies? I have to bring her to this film. My daughter has to see this. All right, you guys, last one. Bring it. Oh,